Hi guys, welcome to episode 14 of the Roman V Fat Podcast. I'm here as, as always with Roman, producer extraordinaire, good right. friend, weight loss champion. Uh, how are you, Rom? Well, I'm not a weight loss champion. Well, oh, yeah, but you're, I am, you know, I am a good friend. Yeah, but you champion weight loss, so in a way you are a weight loss champion. That is correct, that is correct. How about you? I'm a. Uh, how's my week? So yeah. far, we always talk about my week. How's your week been? My week's been uh, slightly eventful because I've been away for a few days uh, midweek watching the mighty Manchester United get beat 2 1 off Valencia. You went to Valencia? I did. Um, probably just feeling a bit better now. It's now Sunday morning. <laughs> I got back on Thursday, uh, it took a while. Can't do that drinking anymore. I can see some of that uh, alcohol still coming out your pores there, Stuart. Honestly, it's just getting too old. For the want of a better phrase, I'm just getting too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, three days on the beer in Valencia, it's, it's not done very well. So, I'm dreading the scales on Monday, but it says what it says, you accept it, you move on, start again. That's it, that's it. As long as we realise these things, then we're alright. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember much of the game, if I'm honest. That's not a deliberate thing, I believe it was terrible. But... Well, between me and you and the whole people listening to the Snapchat, you did on WhatsApp uh, to the OB City WhatsApp group send a video, uh, a little like 10 second video of you at the game, right. and none of us can understand a word you are saying. Yeah, I can't don't remember the game, don't remember getting to the game. Can't remember getting home, that's about it. <laughs> so, good day had by all. Fair enough, fair enough. So, we're on our way, we're currently in the car. We're driving to Berry, which is um, just north of Manchester. We're here, we're gonna, are we going to call this the Christmas special? Um, I reckon we're going to call this. Yeah, so special. we're having, this is this is our Christmas special. Yeah. We're doing it on the fly. Um, we're going to speak to Maria Tilsley, who is a good friend of mine. She is a chef. Oh, Ours, correct, correct. We've known her for many years. Um, we basically gave her a remit earlier on in the week saying that could you come up with some ideas in how to make a healthier version of a Christmas dinner? Yes. So, where can we cut calories? Where can we add maximum taste without having to use uh, add, added calories into certain, certain dishes? Uh, so, we're going to have a quick chat with her. Um, and then we'll have a little chat on the way back and we'll discuss some things. Let's have a little bit of an end of year review. I think we should do I Yeah, think we'll talk about our favourite moments from podcasts, the, uh, the 13 episodes before this one. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll just discuss that. Definitely, definitely. I'm looking forward to this one because I've not seen Maria for a, for a long time. And I'm interested in how to cut the calories in the Christmas uh, Christmas dinner as well, because um, you do see, you know, there's a lot of programs on TV who are teaching you how to, to cook a turkey and roast a turkey, especially from likes of Jamie Oliver, Gordon Ramsay, um, who do fantastic variations of turkey uh, and other meats. Um, but again, you cannot help but think, oh my God, I am eating a world of calories. So yeah. it's going to be really, really nice just to see a complete take on just where to just cook. Cause you, Cut corn, you cook corn as you cook the calories uh, week in, week out with your normal meals. You're looking at the Christmas meal. Let's let's focus on that then. Yeah, and we're not saying like don't have a Christmas meal. We're not saying like you know have 
slice of turkey and you know talking you want to get the most out of your Christmas meal but also you want to try and just make it give it a little healthy healthy spin yeah you still want to indulge don't yeah you? we'll also ask we'll also ask her uh, what you can do with any leftover leftovers leftover turkey what we can turkey do with curry stew yeah well, <laughs> or anything more than a turkey curry should we say yeah correct so yeah we'll pick back up with you in a few minutes guys well it won't be a few minutes to you you'll be pretty we're gonna, go, we're, we're gonna time travel now. We're gonna go <laughs> a few yeah, seconds to you is like an hour to us. <laughs> yeah, correct. Okay, guys. See you soon. Hi, guys. We're uh, we're here at Reconto um, Bar Restaurant in Berry. It's uh, it's Sunday morning. People are having breakfast. Um, we're here with Maria Tilsley. How are you, Maria? I'm very well, thank you. Um, Maria is a chef, she's been a chef for 20 years. Uh, we're here to talk about cutting calories, food prep, everything food, particularly over the Christmas period. Uh, how do you cut calories on your Christmas dinner without taking the flavour away? It's not necessarily easily done. Um, we all we want you to indulge on Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day, it comes but once a year. But at the same time, we don't want you to overindulge. Um, you know, we don't want you to be going back to weighing on your scales after Christmas and finding that the stone that you've lost pre-Christmas is back on and you're back at square one. How are you, Maria? I'm good, yeah, I'm good. Welcome to the Man V Fat podcast. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. It's all right. Uh, we've known each other quite a few years a now. A long time. Oh, 15 years? Yeah, Maybe something longer. like that, yeah. Roman's also known you at that time. Unfortunately, yeah. Little fact about Maria, she actually taught me and Roman how to cook. Very true. She did, she did. So, any kind of pictures of meal preps that we put up, any kind of lovely pictures uh, that we get credit for, particularly in our WhatsApp groups, comes from you, Maria. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> I could not boil an egg before I met you, and now I'm decent. Wow. Wow. First chef to make me cry. Yeah. First chef to make you cry. cry. <laughs> well, we won't go into that. <laughs> so yeah, Christmas Day dinner. Like I say, comes up once a year. Very traditional. People like what they like. We're here to talk about how you just get a few calorie saves on there. Um, the average Christmas Day dinner probably comes at about seven thousand calories. Absolutely ridiculous. 7,000 calories. 7,000 calories, yeah. <laughs> so that's, you know, for, for a lot of our guys, it's probably over two two days worth of food in one meal. And that won't be the only meal that you have on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And that's oh. not like you don't have a bacon butter when you get up in the morning or, you know, you're not having a hero every 20 minutes. Or <laughs> that's actually just your turkey dinner, not, not yeah, like the, average, the, the starter on a dessert. That's just the, the turkey no, dinner. No, no, that's, so that's... Three courses that you'll have over Christmas. So a lot of people have a starter, a, a main, a main course, and a dessert. Averages out at seven thousand calories. That's absolutely ludicrous. Which is crazy. So we're here to talk about saving some of them calories. We want you to still enjoy it, but want to save some. So what we'll, we'll talk about is starters. Yep. Okay. So if you're going to have a starter on Christmas Day, yep. I mean a lot of people probably don't, but let's let's take it to the extreme so if you're gonna have a starter on christmas day what can you have that's gonna 
be lovely and tasty, feel extra special, but not necessarily add loads of calories. Fish? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have smoked salmon on Christmas Day because it's high in antioxidants, it's a good fish to eat. But again, you've got to be careful not to overindulge it because if you have a small piece, it's full of flavour, but people seem to think with smoked salmon they need loads of it, and yeah. that's when your calories go right up there. Another one's a prawn cocktail, but again, marrow sauce, it's mayonnaise, it's tomato ketchup. You can have like a low-fat creme fraiche with it, brown bread instead of white bread. Right, um, that's our first that thing. Another 100% safe option is a soup that you make yourself okay. with veg. Um, because if you make it yourself, you know exactly what's going in instead of buying one of the shop-bought ones. Yeah, um, it'll be full of sugar, full of salt. Yeah, full of cream. That's a, a big thing that a lot of the supermarkets do. They fill it full of cream because they think it's a, a luxury item. Um, again, if you make um, a nice soup, you can always put a dollop of creme fraiche in it because it's much healthier than filling it full of cream. So let's 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 take off the top of your head, not to yeah. put any pressure on you. Okay. Oh Let's take a mushroom soup. Yeah. So I'm making a mushroom soup. I, w I don't want to be in the kitchen for an hour, probably longer making this soup that, yeah. that I'm going to have before, you know, the main, yeah. the main event. Yeah. Talk me through. Okay. Mushroom soup, really, really easy. Buy a load of cheap mushrooms and app on it of wild mushrooms. That's all you need. You don't need to fill it full of wild mushrooms. The flavour is so strong in them that you can bulk it out with cheap normal chestnut mushrooms, mushrooms yeah. yep, chestnut mushrooms are much stronger they're slightly sweeter um, so if you mix your mushrooms up literally roughly chop them you don't have to chop them all really small whiz them in a pan again don't use loads of butter to fry them in use um, rapeseed oil is one of the healthiest oils you can use um, fry them off in that throw an onion in there chopped up roughly Fry it all off, saute it all, get it all um, soggy without much colour on it because that again will flavour your soup. Okay. Fill it with, start, um, you can make a roux with it, so a little bit of flour added to your mushrooms to make it a little bit um, stodgy like um, a biscuit bake, then water it back down with a, a vegetarian stock. Right. Yeah, so your thickness of your soup will be in that little bit of flour, and I mean a little bit, you don't need to bang loads of flour in yeah. it or anything like that. Water it back down with your stock, then get a hand blender out and whiz it all. Loads of salt and pepper and your flavour should be in your wild mushrooms and that, that small punnet will just be enough. Okay. Started, done, Started as Gordon done. Ramsay would say. Brown bread, butter, margarine, probably not needed with that soup. Yeah. Amazing, how simple it is. Dead simple. But so, th that's, a, that's a base to make any soup. Okay. You can do that with your vegetables, you know, if you if you part boil all your veg first, it's a perfect way to make soup. Right. Straight so in part boil your veg. Yeah. Uh, fry them down in a little bit of little bit of oil. Yeah. Saute them down. Yeah. A little bit of flour to bulk it out. Yeah. That'll some vegetable stock. Fitness. Yeah. And then whiz it up. Blender. Yeah. I mean, you can leave some lumps in. Some people prefer thicker soup, but I always find it that releases all the flavour if you whiz it down. Yeah. Start doing what Jack and that, Rob. I want mushroom soup now. Yeah, so we've got a mushroom soup there. Um, again, like a like say a prawn cocktail. Yeah. It's quite good. Buy some pre-cut prawns, nice yep. and easy. Um, really easy. You plus you put in a lot of you can put a lot of veg. Uh, sorry, a lot of salad with your prawn cocktail. Yeah. So if you're eating 
your, your greens with your prawn cocktail, it'll help it digest quicker as well. Okay. Digest quicker and easier instead of just storing a load of fat. Yeah, you can sex it up a little bit, put it in a wine glass Absolutely or Absolutely beautiful. Um, cocktail glass, it's always a classic one. So it's always good at portioning as well. Putting yeah, in a wine glass yeah it's not a bad portion as well. Yeah, it's good so portion go. control. Uh, with your marrow sauce, use, as you said. Yeah, uh, try and use um, a lower fat mayonnaise or yeah. a creme fraiche or, or something like a, a that. Or a Greek yogurt, a little bit of Greek yogurt. Or a Greek yogurt or a little bit of dressing. Like I say, you don't have to fill it full of my rose sauce. If you buy an expensive prawn as well, you're ruining it if you're covering it with, with sauce. So. Yeah. Done. Start, it's done. Yeah, How easy is that? the brown bread though. I just want to put lashings of butter on the I brown knew, bread. I knew you would. <laughs> I'm that kind of guy, yeah. Maria. I'm sorry it's to say that I am. It's not needed though. It's not needed. The fat man is still in me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so let's move on to the main event. Uh, well, I know a lot of people will have a different kind of uh, of meat uh, around their Christmas Day dinner. Um, let, we'll, we'll go to a veggie option because I know a few of our lads are veggie as well. But we'll, we'll, we'll concentrate on the meat for the for the, uh, the start of this. We'll go to Turkey. Okay. So a lot of a lot of uh, recipes that you see. Uh, particularly with turkey is it's all about keeping it moist it's all about uh, not drying it out uh, a lot of that will be cover it in streaky bacon um, how do we cook calories uh, cooking a turkey right well everyone seems to have this misconception with Christmas dinner to do with bacon bacon this bacon that bacon the other bacon is one of the worst meats you can have being a breakfast chef for quite a few years I saw cook trays and trays of bacon and the amount of fat that comes out of it is not very pleasant so I would stay well clear of bacon if okay. you can um, instead of cooking your turkey on a flat tray what I do is cut up some root vegetables parsnips um, onions carrots and sit your turkey on top of it in your baking tray right. uh, take your skin off don't leave your skin on if you're really adamant that you want to cook it with the skin just make sure after you've cooked it throw it away take yeah. the temptation out that's because where a lot of the calories from the turkey yeah. comes from with the it's skin. It's one of the worst, and as far as people say, it, apparently it's one of the best bits, but absolutely, 100% throw it away before you eat it. Do not put butter underneath the skin. That's another thing that people tend to do. If Is that you, just adding that's just unnecessarily to try and keep calories? That's uh, okay. undry, right. basically. Um, it, it will help in not drying it out, but it's unnecessarily really unnecessary calories for you guys like it's just it's just no point in it when there's other ways so sit it on top of your root vegetables and cover it in tin foil throw some onions in there and basically put it in the oven like that with some again rapeseed oil no butter inside put it in your oven cover it in tin foil and basically what you're doing that way is you're part steaming it okay so instead of roasting it in all its own juices and fats the juices will release from the turkey and sit in the tray and not carry on cooking turkey right so the only thing that will cook your turkey is the heat that's circulating from around the roasting dish and in the oven so like i say instead of your turkey being sat in all its fat and all its juices and cooking it that way you're taking away that massive calorie content um, halfway through take your tin foil off because you you don't want to steam it all together but it will massively you want a little bit out. of colour on it as yeah well. you want some colour on it you want it to look nice um like i say don't cover it in bacon don't put butter under the skin when it's not needed and throw the skin away 
get rid of it altogether. Brilliant. If, if you have to, as well, a lot of people buy just a turkey crown because it's mainly the white meat. The white meat is the better thing to eat. The legs are one of the worst to eat. The dark meat is the most fatty meat. Okay. So a turkey crown is already rolled. It's taken the legs out of the equation so you don't get any legs with it. Um, and they're really, they're really good to eat um, because there's no waste with it either. You don't have to mess about with boning it or anything like that. Um, and just be careful you don't buy a turkey too big. It's so easy to overindulge with. Yeah. Or if we buy this humongous turkey, because then you're left with temptation in your weight altogether. Yeah, and you're also, when you're using, I suppose, the meat and you've carved it and you think there's not a massive amounts of excessive meat there, you a bit more stingy on your portion control. Yeah, of course you are, yeah. Uh, if, you, if you've got to overindulge, buy more vegetables. You can always use vegetables. They're always a healthier option. Right, yeah. If you were going to do something other than turkey, um, what would you say was is, is, a, is a good meat to do calorie-wise, plus the way you cook it? Maybe a gammon, uh, slow-cooked gammon or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, people tend to lean towards pork because it's not as fatty. Um, you could get a nice piece of beef, you could get like a beef top side, but again, you've just got to be careful how you cook it. Get it up there, sat on those vegetables so it's not cooking it in it all its own fat. That's one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make. Yeah. Because it all just soaks up inside the turkey or inside the meat. Yeah. It's great for flavour, don't get me wrong, but yeah. at the same time, yeah. if you're looking to cook calories. Or get a full salmon. It's always a great option. Yeah. Cook a full salmon. <laughs> cook a full salmon, that's exactly what I'll be doing. Yeah? Yeah. Fantastic. Right, so meat done. Meat done. Uh, if you uh, you yourself are vegetarian, yes, I am. Um, so if you were going to have a vegetarian option for Christmas Day dinner, yep. The main piece, so as as uh, as opposed to a turkey or a, yep. like say, what 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 nut so, roast or yeah, I so mean, that's a terrible. That's like a it's preconception, yeah. isn't it? I've just got like, oh, nut roast. All elite is nut roast. Yeah, I mean. Your nut roast is your obvious one, and it, it's cooked very in a similar way to how you make stuffing. So it's breadcrumbs, it's nuts. A lot of people um, use mashed potato in it. Um, they bake it literally in a loaf tin, like uh, packed full of nuts. I mean, a, a really good nut to use this Christmas is chestnuts because um, they're really low in oil and high in water, so they cook really, really easily. So. Um, you're getting all your protein if you fill your nut roast full of nuts. Um, it's a really good option. The other thing is um, mushroom wellington. So that is a bit like a mushroom pate in the middle. Then you wrap it in like sweet peppers that you get in the jars. And then you pastry around the outside of it. Right. So obviously you have to be careful with the pastry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because that's your most fattiest part. But what, what if you were... Let's say we're going to buy a pre-rolled pastry. Yeah, Just Roll is vegetarian and vegan. Right, Just Roll is one of the best shortcuts options you can buy, and it's dead easy. Is that a puff pastry? They do all sorts. They do shortcuts and puff pastry. In the fridge departments and supermarkets, dead cheap, dead easy. A lot of people don't even bother making pastry anymore. They just buy that. Yeah, I know a lot of these celebrity chefs will just say, just buy it. Yeah. Jamie Oliver's is a big one of that. Just buy your pastry. It saves time, it saves effort. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if you were to make your own pastry, one way to cut the, cut the calories down in that is to use Trex vegetable shortening. So you'd use half Trex and you'd use half butter or margarine. Right, okay. So that'd cut it down. But like I say, the just So that roll, replaces the fats that you yeah, usually use. Yeah. The just roll's really good, though. Really good. Brilliant. So, we're saying... 
turkey, take your skin off. Don't let it cook it in its own juices. Yep. Set it on some vegetables. Steam it in a way, and then yep. add a bit of colour. Nut rolls, nut rolls, calorie wise. What, what does that come in? Uh, Do we know? I'm not sure to be honest. I mean, like I say, if you use mainly vegetables in it and all the nuts in it, then it shouldn't be too high. I mean, the best thing is you must remember that all your herbs and spices this is what people, a lot of people forget, are calorie free. Yeah. So there is just no need to use all the fattier ingredients when you've got such flavours in um, herbs and spices. I'd really advise to make a massive herb and spice rack at home yeah. for you guys especially. Like It's just so easy to throw a bit of this and a bit of that to make these dishes more exciting and more flavoursome. Yeah, I think a lot of our lads, uh, we love a curry. Uh, and I think, you know, they are exploring the herbs and spices. Ron, what do you use? What do you spice? spice your food up with oh are you like a like a heat guy because i'm a big heat guy so i'm yeah. like if i cook chicken to meal prep i'm like put the hottest fajita mix that i can you're wild on it yeah yeah i do i do like that um i mean i've just because i'm moving into the flat now i'm, I'm still, still building up but like coriander yeah oh just i love it see i don't like coriander coriander is like marmite yeah, you it is. love it yeah, or you hate right. it, don't you? But I always find if you do like coriander, you don't like dill. And then vice versa, if you love dill, you hate coriander. I don't like both of them. Really? Ah, you're the exception. Yeah. Basil's the best. Minority. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, smoked paprika. I love. Oh, paprika. Smoked yeah, paprika is yeah. one of the best yeah. flavours you can use. Yeah. One of the best. I mean, that's the other thing about your roast it's potatoes as well. Okay, yeah. Like, so, let, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about our veg. Yeah, yeah. Where do we cook, where do we cook the cabbage on the veg? Because everybody loves a really crispy, fluffy roast potato. Yeah. Do you have to absolutely cover it in oil? Um, no. Um, the other thing is a lot of people cook the roast potatoes in with the turkey. Right. Which is one of the worst things to do because again the all fat that fat that's coming out will cover your potatoes a lot of people think that goose fat's needed um, so they'll buy a separate goose fat um, and it's just really not needed what i'd suggest is again for time for your time don't if you've got the time and you want to cook on christmas day for three hours then go for it but if you don't i'd part boil your roast potatoes keep your roast potatoes big if you make smaller roast potatoes those smaller roasts are going to absorb more oil in the oven. If you make bigger roast potatoes, you're absorbing absorbing less, less oil. Less oil. So part boil your roast potatoes. Be careful, because when I say part boil, I mean they've still got to be quite hard. And then put them in the oven with just a little bit of oil. Again, use the, the lowest fat oil you can find. I mean, another great oil you can use is coconut oil. Okay. Really, really good calorie-wise. Um, all the shops sell it now. Yeah. Um, you can get it anywhere. Even Frylight have made a spray coconut oil. Yeah. Um, Do you, Frylight, you could use Frylight on, on, on these potatoes. I know a lot of yeah. guys use Frylight. Yeah, Frylight you could use on your potatoes. Um, the coconut oil would give them a really nice flavour to them as well. Um, but I would, again, use loads of fresh garlic in them and put loads of rosemary over them. Something right. as simple as that. You're getting a lot of flavour with no calories whatsoever there. Whereas, so what would you just throw some, rather than chop a garlic, yeah, throw don't a couple bother. of cloves don't in? Don't bother, yep. Just take, take the skins off, take the ends off, and literally, if you can, smash them up in your hands, smash them up on your chopping board, anything like that. You don't have to spend hours chopping it all dead small and throw it in with your roast potatoes. Yeah, and, and the same with the rosemary, just set the same with off, the rosemary, throw the sprigs in. Yeah, just take, take, throw the sprigs in, take some of the leaves off, fine. That will give your roast potatoes such a nice flavour instead of, yeah, 
turkey fat, which is just yeah. going to be massively calorific. Yeah. Amazing. So, let we'll talk about. Do you know what I want to talk about? One of the the little extras that I think everybody loves at Christmas. Um, let's talk about pigs in blankets. Yeah, pigs in blankets. Um, so pigs in blankets. Again, another bacon option. Yeah. Another bacon option. I mean, what you could do is, like we've talked about in the past, is um, take the pork sausage out and replace it with a lower fat sausage, chicken sausage, something like that, um, would be much less calories. Heck, heck chicken sausages, yep. I'm a big fan of them. Yep. Heck, heck sausages are actually really, really good. They were introduced quite a few years ago because I used to eat them and they're, they're massively less calories than a lot of sausages. Um, and their ingredients are actually really good. They're, re they're a real clean sausage instead of being yeah. pumped full of rubbish. Um, they've just started doing some vegetarian options, actually, okay. heck. Yeah. Um, so let's say, for example, uh, you know, you're cooking a turkey for Christmas Day dinner. Um, you're trying to make it as healthy as possible. You fancy some pigs in blankets. And you were to replace that, that chipolata with a vegetarian sausage. Yeah. And then wrap it in bacon. Yeah. I know... Obviously, the calories from the bacon, it wouldn't still be there, but you're taking the calories out from the sausage, yeah. which is saving yourself. Yeah. If you usually eat four of them, just yeah. eat two. Well, that's it. I mean, if you've took your bacon away from your turkey, um, another thing that people often do is throw bacon in with sprouts. Okay, yeah. Again, not needed. Um, use a nut, use a chestnut, use a walnut, use a nut that's quite strong, part boil your sprouts and then roast them in with a load of nuts or right. put them in a frying pan, toss them with the nuts because bacon's just not needed. Everybody Could you stir knows. stir-fry sprouts? Sprouts? Yeah. Yeah, I'd part boil them, then I'd stir-fry them. Right. Coconut oil and a nut straight away. Nobody particularly likes the flavour of sprouts. This is why people always put different things with it. Yeah. And one of the other things to do is bacon. So like yeah. I say, replace that with I've seen one with, with, with bacon and with... Um, with maple syrup as well, yeah. which is obviously just yeah. adding lots more calories yeah. onto your sprouts. So you're taking some of it's essentially yeah. quite a healthy thing. Yes, a sprouts is one of the um, best things to eat on a Christmas dinner because it's a green vegetable. Uh, you should really, really steer towards the green vegetables for your Christmas dinner because they're one of the best things. So we're talking to eat. broccoli. Yeah, broccoli, spinach, sprouts, green beans, um, asparagus, green asparagus, beans. Yeah. yeah, they're one of the best things to eat. The root vegetables, carrots, parsnips, um, that kind of veg is good, but it is more calorific. So you've got to sort of balance it out right, balance it out okay. right. But to go back to chipolatas, um, you've took your bacon away from your turkey, you've took your bacon away from your sprouts. Yeah. Like you say, you get a veggie sausage or you get a chicken sausage and wrap it in bacon. You've took two of your bacon options out yeah. there. So you leaving one in, in yeah. yeah, leaving one in yeah. is much better. Much Could better. you use maybe turkey bacon on a on a on a chipolata on a pig in blanket what do you mean wrap it in turkey bacon yeah you could do yeah. i mean there's there's lots of bacon alternatives now um i mean they're not the best but if you're really adamant i'm sure corn do a fake bacon and blah 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 yeah. so if you're really adamant that you don't want any meat near it there's plenty of vegetarian options to do it which will always be a healthier option yeah but if you are saving them that little bit of bacon yeah. everywhere else, yeah. why not go for it? And like you say, replace that sausage with a chicken sausage. 
Peck doing an amazing paprika. We just talked about yeah. our paprika. Paprika sausage, honestly, with that wrapped in, in a bit of streaky bacon. Would, yeah. And because it's not a chipolata, it's a normal size sausage. I think one of those yeah, would be enough. Would be enough. Yeah. On a Christmas day dinner. And instead of buying three packs. That's what I'm going to do on my Christmas day dinner. <laughs> I agree. I was thinking just one, one normal do. size. You I'm chop put, it up. I'll put a picture up Christmas Day yeah. for the guys. And instead of buying three packs of streaky bacon, you're now suddenly buying one pack. Two one, yeah. yeah. So financially, you're winning as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking green vegetables. Yeah. Uh, we're talking saving, uh, changing your oil on your on your roasties. Yeah. Big, nice, big roasties so they're not covered. You know, they're not soaking up lots of oil. Yeah. Uh, sauces. Yeah, sauces is a good one because. A lot of people think that your gravy should be pumped full of the juices off your meat, basically. And it's just, in this day and age, there's no need to use it for anything like that. There's so many stock pots that you can buy and all your flavour from cooking your vegetables can be put in with your gravy, you okay, can yeah. your veg water, basically. Yeah. And if you think about it, that isn't a, um, a lower calorie, that's no calories. Right, your yeah. veg water is no calories whatsoever. Yeah. So if you use that, yeah, you, you, so you set the flavour any, any yeah. So let's say you, you've you've um, steamed some some broccoli and some green beans. Yeah. a little bit of water left yeah. in the bottom. Throw that in with Use your gravy that, mix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I suppose it'd be counterintuitive really to <laughs> sit your turkey on a load of veg so it doesn't cook in its own juices. Yeah, and then to use it. And then throw that in with yeah. your with your gravy. Yeah, and you just get rid it back of it. Into your meal. Throw it down the sink. Do whatever you want with it. Get rid of it. So it's taking the temptation out of the way of using it for anything. Because yeah. it's so easy to well I'll just drizzle it over the spuds and oh, I don't want to waste it. I'll just put it in the gravy. No, just get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. It's, it's one of the most fattiest things about Christmas dinner. Yeah. I mean the other sauce that a lot of people make is uh, bread sauce. Yeah. So bread sauce is made um, like a white sauce and it's made mainly with milk. Um, a way to counteract that is don't use semi-skimmed milk or whole milk, use skimmed milk if you have to have bread sauce. Take away the white bread in it and use wholemeal bread. Okay. That's one of the better ways to do it because that cuts your calories down massively. You know, going back to the gravy, just... Mm. Would it, so my dad's got one of these things where... Um, you pour your gravy and you let it sit on the fat rise to the top and you can pour it from the bottom. Is that going to save calories? Is that going to do the same thing, just reduce all the fat so, while it's still healthier so than it's to separating use it? Basically. Yeah. It's separating your fat. Um, you could do, I, I don't know calorie content wise which is worse. Yeah. The, you know, the fat that, that sits or the fat that's fat that's runnier at the bottom, you'd have to look into that. But like I say, I would just. I'm very tempted to avoid it altogether, to be honest. Fair enough. And it used to be one of my favourite parts of Christmas dinner. <laughs> a good, yeah, gravy, a good but, gravy. But like I say, there's, there's so many good stock options that you can A, buy or make yourself. Yeah. Which don't have any calories in. Yeah. And you're using your, your, your veg water as well, you're getting yeah. flavour from there. Yeah. Really good, really good. So, uh, cranberry sauce. Cranberry so, sauce. So most people I would say would probably just go and buy a cranberry sauce, don't they? Yeah. Cranberries at this time of year, they start coming out about September, October, so that they're completely ready for Christmas. And they're the, one of the, the best things to eat. Um, they, they, again, are full of antioxidants. Um, they fight against heart disease, cancer. They're a really, really good thing to try and eat as much of um, during the winter, especially cranberry juice. That's a really good thing to drink. Right, yeah. um, but Good for a water infection. Good for a water infection. But 
you have to be careful with buying cranberry sauces and cranberry chutneys and things like that because cranberries can be quite tart so they're absolutely pumped full of sugar right so the, the best thing to do is do your own do your own so boil up a load of cranberries get them soft whiz them and then you can start adding a little bit of sugar a little bit of sweetener yourself so you know exactly how much is going into it yeah. like I say the shop bought ones the jar ones the luxury cranberry this luxury cranberry that they will be absolutely pumped a bit of honey. sugar a bit of honey or take the honey away and use agave syrup right agave syrup is a honey That's, alternative agave is like a cactus am i right yeah right. yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure you're right there don't quote me on it but it's, they make a um, mezcal out of agave it will be a plant of some sort won't yeah. it it'll be a plan but like i say take away the honey because of your calorie content and replace it with an agave agave syrup is really good for roasting your parsnips in as well okay. take away your maple syrup take away your honey and, that's and a lower calorie in, option than, yeah. than a honey or yeah, yeah roast them in agave it's a very vegan friendly option as well right okay um the other thing that we should talk about which a lot of people the calories go up on is stuffing Ah, yes. Because stuffing is mainly made with sausage meat. Right. Which is, again, really calorific. Yeah. Um, I've always made my own stuffing because it's really, really easy. If stuffing is something people are like, oh, no, I don't want to make it. It's really easy to make. Um, you, you don't need to use sausage meat in it. This is what a lot of people think. Um, sausage meat releases a lot of fat, which is why it's good for stuffing. It causes that, like, Play-Doh effect. So right, it sticks yeah. it all together, it's full of flavour, it's nice, it's tasty, and you can put any flavours in it you want, apricot, cranberries, another way to get cranberries into right. you, um, apricot, apple, um, anything like that. But if you take the sausage meat away um, and put in some oats, whiz up a load of fruit. So even if you want to be lazy and you buy dried fruit, soak your dried fruit in boiling hot water so it goes all soft, whiz it, make like um, a puree. Um, load of oats, load of breadcrumbs, fry it all in a pan, throw an onion in there so it's not too sweet. Um, breadcrumbs, again, if you can buy, use brown instead of white, it's a healthier yep. option. Um, fry it all in a pan, make it sticky. The other thing is you can use egg whites in it. Right, that will, that's, that'll, that'll bind it together. That will bind it together. Take away your yolk, because that's the fattiest part of the egg, and use egg whites instead um, to get that Play-Doh effect, and then roast it in the oven like you do with stuffing. Yeah. Exactly it's crispy, the same, but usually you crispy away. on the outside, yeah. doughy in the inside. Yeah. So if you were to stuff a turkey yeah. with with that kind of stuffing, yeah. would that keep the turkey moist as well? It would help because of the amount of fruit in it, but you've got to be careful you don't dry your stuffing out too much. Right. Because while you if you buy a traditional turkey and you stuff put the stuffing right through the middle of it, your turkey fat will be dripping onto your stuffing as right. well. Okay. Because it'll absorb it it will absorb it um but like I say that's not the end of the world because you're having a turkey that's not roasted in its own juices yeah the majority will yeah still come you, out you're getting this. rid of the yeah. majority of the fat brilliant so let's talk desserts okay that's a difficult one uh, yeah if anyone's got room for him it is it is so it's a separate stomach for your dessert is that what it is? That's what it is. Proven yeah. fact. Yeah. It's always a little bit. It's always a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. So, a lot of people would have um, maybe a cheese board. Yeah. This is so hard. How would, it, <laughs> how would you reduce calories? Apart from the obvious one of buying reduced calorie cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
which is not quite the same yeah. um, flavour-wise. It's um, a difficult one and one I've actually thought about before I came here today because I'm not a big cheese eater but it is one of the reasons why I won't be vegan and vegetarian okay. because I do like cheese yeah. but to have a cheese board after a meal is a little bit alien to me yeah. but a lot of people do. Um, I think a lot of people maybe would have it a couple of hours later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice glass than, of red wine. Yeah, they're not going to have maybe another meal. Let's say you have your, your Christmas Day dinner at one o'clock and you're not going to have a, another meal at eight o'clock at night, mm. but you might have a bit of cheese and crackers. Yeah. I after mean, you've just consumed 7,000 calories. It sounds dead, uh, yeah. It sounds dead um, obvious and, and silly, really, but one option is to cut your cheese thinner. Cut your cheese thinner, buy a chutney use uh, fresh celery use uh, grapes with it anything right. to rather take than away. crackers or bread yeah or... well no you could still use crackers water biscuits there's hardly any calories in water biscuits right, yeah. you know don't go for the sweet hovis biscuits because they'll be calorific cornish wafers cornish wafers the best, man. you know i like the ritz ones you know yeah a bit salty yeah but oh, the, the peppery ones i don't know what they're called but the other ones are crap black pepper all over yeah, yeah. Oh. God, but, but that's it cut your cheese thinner put less cheese out because if you've got it in your yeah. in your eyesight you're going to want to buy less probably is quite a good option yeah buy less cut it thinner like I say if you can have it with grapes with celery you're filling yourself up more but still having the feeling that oh we're eating a cheese board yeah, yeah. Um, like I say a nice chutney's great Watch I suppose if you're content. having it with some kind of you could maybe add some uh, some cucumber batons and some carrots and put a bit of reduced fat hummus there yeah, and make it could. kind of like a bit more of a meze. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Sweet desserts. Yeah, difficult one. Yeah. Christmas pudding is not a fattening dessert. A lot of people think Christmas pudding's horrendous. It's not, it's what you put with it. Okay. So brandy sauce, white sauce, full of brandy. It's made mainly with milk, sugar pumped through it, custard, again, the same. Mm. Um, if you're going to go the old-fashioned way and make your own, use skimmed milk instead of semi-skimmed. Or use a milk alternative, that's a good way as well. Use soya milk, use right. oat milk, almond milk. Um, just Could you be, get a, like a, a, I know they do a low-fat custard. Alpro do a, a non-dairy custard as right. well, which um, tastes a bit like old-fashioned custard because obviously they have to use um, a different style of flavouring, so it's, it's quite vanilla-y. Right. So it's really nice. So... Um, Where yeah, do you, you get that? Cartons, do you get that on the milk aisle? Do you get on the milk aisle? No, free like... from. Right, free, free from. from. Yeah, and it comes already made in cartons, so you don't right. have to mess about with a bird's custard. Um, also, the bird's custard is always tempting to put more sugar in it, isn't it? Yeah. You know the the powder. The powder, yeah. Um, because it's never sweet enough. Um, so be careful with what you put with Christmas pudding. Yeah. Is my, is my um, biggest advice because, like I say, it's so tempting to. What about something like an eating mess or like a fruit-based? Yeah, pavlova's a good one. Yeah. Pavlova's a good one. It just sounds a little bit alien, doesn't it? Yeah. To have it for Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. You know, chocolate yeah. log. A lot of people have chocolate log, but again, quite fattening. Yeah. Christmas cake, not too bad, but it's a cold dessert, so yeah, it's a bit yeah. odd. Mince pies, mince pies, if you get them. Nigella Lawson does a really cool recipe that's half treks half um, margarine, half butter, right. half margarine. So if you make your own, you're taking half the butter content away. She also puts orange through her pastry. 
right. so she's making a really nice tasty pastry but taking half the fat away from it yeah mince pies are great but you don't want to make too many of your no i mean the other option is take the lid off don't put a pastry lid on the top all right okay um, yeah. if you buy a cutter like with a shape of a star or something like that you can basically take away half the top half of the your mince pie top, yeah, yeah half the pastry so it's not too much pastry yeah I'll, I'll then want to overfill. What's what? What's your go-to dessert, Ron? What what will you be eating Christmas Day? Um, now I know you're obviously we've had discussed before. Ukrainians about eighteen Christmas Day dinners. Yeah. Seventeen courses, is it? Fourteen courses. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know what? They'd, I don't really do Christmas. I say I'll, I'll be all about the cheese board. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a cheese board, but I, not necessarily dessert. But I, I think. I mean, eight o'clock at night. Yeah. A I, I, like to get the, I like to get the bar of chocolate out. Yeah. I like to get the, like, the oversized, massive family yeah. size dairy milk and just have it to myself. <laughs> wow. Just smash one of them. Completely. There'll be a few <laughs> there'll be a few gas and you'll be into that. And then my mum will say, Do you want some ice cream? I'll be like, yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got some apple stuffed. pie, do you, some, do you want some ice cream or do you want some cream? Oh, can I bum kind of both mum? <laughs> if you've got any turkey left over or you've got any veg left over from Christmas Day, um, what's quite a healthy way to, to, to well, Let's have that again. <laughs> like me and my mum were saying, everybody loves a bit of turkey curry. So, that's the one. So nineteen ninety, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, curry. Yeah, Bridget Jones. Um, there's, there's loads of things you can do with with turkey. That's um, healthy options. You can make a stew with it. You know, make it like a hot pot. Because um, yeah. with your hot pot, you can plough loads of veg through it as well. So you could throw your leftover veg and your leftover um, turkey into a hot pot. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you could even slice your potatoes what, you really roll, what, thin. Have you got any roasties? Could you put roasties in? Or would it, would it... You could do, but if you sliced, sliced your roasties up, you'd sort of make it a Lancashire hot pot then and then put it in the ah, oven, which is nice. Right, yeah. That's, oh, that's a nice that's option. That's a good idea, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. And just um, layer that on top of a, yeah, of a casserole dish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't Mash know about roasties being left. They're not... Uh, they're yeah. not uh, left very often, are they? They're not I mean, left very often. Just to go back to roast potatoes, actually, if you are tempted to have um, a mash on your Christmas dinner, um, don't have a potato-based mash on your Christmas right, dinner okay. because you're already having a massive carb with having your roast potatoes. What I'd suggest is having a butternut squash mash yeah. instead. Do not fill it full of butter and cream. Throw loads of salt and pepper in it, loads of flavour in it. Um, if you have to, use... Um, a low-fat spread in it that's not a butter-based spread. Yeah. If you feel like you need to put something like that in it, I do put that. like Greek yogurt in mine. Yeah, Greek yogurt makes it really creamy. It's yeah. a great flavour. If you were to use something like, um, if you were if you were really adamant that you wanted a, a potato-based mash, if you used to something like uh, a more expensive Maris potatoes, Maris Piper or something like, that, would you need as much cream or? Um, if you potatoes are really funny at this time of year because because uh, of the frost on the ground, you're getting some potatoes that are either a really dry or t um, too full of water, so they're really not good for mashing. Um, they'll cook quicker in your oven because there's more water in them, but they're not great for mashing. I would avoid white potatoes all together to mash and go with sweet potato right because that again is a much healthier option if you feel like you've really got to have a potato mash i'd go for sweet potato yeah. plus it'll look great on your plate of bright orange veg yeah yeah it would all the colors of the rainbow that's it Eat the rainbow that's key see i'll, I'll have to have a mash because my wife tiffany loves a bit of mash 
Oh, Tiffany Wilson. I know. She's mash. She's mash mental. She does, I come in when I'm at work and I come in late and she's like, I was like, what are we have for tea? She's like, yeah, mashing beans. <laughs> wow. That's like a go-to meal, mashing right. beans. Right, well, eat like it's 1983. At least beans are full of protein. Yeah. It's Still. not bad. I know it's necessarily a bad meal, but that's a go-to meal. Still to this day, I do what you said uh, is put in my when you make mash. Put the mustard in it. Oh yeah, mustard, 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 mustard. Beautiful. Oh. If you're having a sausage and mash, particularly yeah. Yeah. if you're having the uh, chicken sausages, we have. I have sausage and mash. I'll use the heck sausages. Yeah. Just put in a little bit of, of mustard. Uh, Dijon or even whole grain whole mustard. Whole grain is yeah. my favourite. <laughs> yeah. And you get a little like pockets of flavour. Yeah. You can put loads of different flavours in mash though. Again, it doesn't have to be fattening the flavours you put through it, you know, you can put an onion through it, you can put caramelised onion through it, it's really nice, black pepper through it, really nice, again, no calories in it. Yeah, use your spices. Use your spices, I can't stress about it enough because you will take away so many calories with using spice instead. Yeah, get rid of your fat, which is where yeah. a lot of flavour comes from, Yeah. spice it up. It's, it's a, a thing that's a bit like, everyone's blindsided by not, by thinking, well, We'll use the fat off this, we'll use the fat off that. It's just it's just not necessary. Yeah? Yeah. If you have a good spice cupboard, you're set for life. There you are, you heard it here first. <laughs> A1 tip from A1 Chef. <laughs> I think we'll just have you on again, will you? Do really you? I enjoyed oh this, yeah. yeah. I think we should definitely have you on again. Easter time. Yeah. Oh, that's a difficult time. Yeah, we'll get you on again and we'll talk a bit more about food and how we can okay. make things a bit healthier. And Maybe even go over some recipes, Ron. I think so. Definitely. So thank you very much. No problem. I'm going to go and get some marmite on toast from this Lovely. restaurant here now. I've seen a woman over there eating poached egg on toast. I'm like, oh, God, behave. <laughs> breakfast is the best meal of the day. Yeah, it is. It's my favourite. Uh, brunch. Yeah, I'm brunch. a mad brunch guy. Yeah. What's your favourite breakfast, Maria? I like smoked salmon and poached eggs. Yeah. Yeah, with an avocado on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Avocado, guys. Green, 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 yeah. green, green. Actually, avocado. I put avocado in a in a uh, prawn cocktail. Oh yeah. A bit of avocado yeah. in there. It was nice. Last time I did that. Mm. Really nice. Avocado yes. smash. And if you're gonna have salad with your prawn cocktail, try and use spinach instead of yeah. a cheap leaf. Spinach is absolutely full of antioxidants. It's really, really good veg. Try and have spinach with everything you can. Goes with everything. Yeah, chop it nice Get it in your fine. smoothies, yeah. Yeah. Get it with your poached eggs. Good. So there we are, spinach, eh? Yep. Great Roman, what was your salad question that you wanted to ask me? Oh yeah, right. No, this is like complete, okay, so we're going completely way off Christmas now. We're just going for a general food question. Um, obviously, I look at YouTube, a lot of meal prep, get different ideas. When I'm starting to eat the same thing, I want you know, different things. The only, one, the only wall I can come up to is um, salad. So I see a lot of people prepping salad and storing uh, like the chicken salad in the fridge and whatever. Now I've tried that many moons ago. It's gone soggy. It's yeah. gone wilted. It's it's that awful. I, I want to know what's the best way of of making it. Or is there any good salad out there that I can make for maybe three three days while I'm making a bulk? Yeah. Anything at all. Um. Salad is a really difficult one to keep fresh. Even when I used to work in restaurants and stuff, it, it's really difficult. And they have better fridges than our domestic fridges. Um, again, 
By spinach. By spinach as a green leaf that you put through your salad. If you're going to use a cheaper um, salad, buy, don't buy the chopped up salad, it'll go brown really, really quick. Buy an iceberg lettuce and take the leaves off. Oh, so don't cut them? Just don't cut them. them, just rip them. Well, sort of like peel them off like, like you're taking like petals home. off a flower. Like right. you're taking petals off a flower because they won't go brown that way. And then in the morning, all you have to do is rip it up and throw it in your box and go spinach and iceberg lettuce. Don't, like, you're just wasting money buying the prepared, chopped up um, salad lettuce. Bags. Yeah, basically, the salad bags. They're great, they're easy, they're convenient. But do you always use the whole bag? Because I know no, I, I I'm always throwing the bag away. Always throwing it away. Rocket, spinach, and a cheap iceberg lettuce. Because rocket's done, spinach is done. Iceberg lettuce, just take a leaf off and throw it in between it. Cucumbers are really um, hard one, absolutely full of water, but massively good for you, really, really good for you. I know um, a professional bodybuilder that's actually an ex-Mr. Universe that walks around work eating a full cucumber a day because he's that adamant that cucumber is the one. Um, like me and Shu have said, take the seeds out. That It'll last longer if you take the seeds out. If you want to chop it up, put it in your fridge, take the seeds out. That's where the, most of the water is. Um, tomatoes, not too bad. They last quite well. I always find um, with tomatoes, use baby tomatoes because I think it's less, um, seems to be less seeds in the middle. Yeah. So it, that seeds. Like a cherry or a plum. Yeah, a little cherry or a plum because what happens is when I do salads as a meal prep, um, I'll use them because when I come to, it might be two or three days when I come to eat that salad, less water in it yeah i mean plum tomatoes are a lot more flavoursome than cherry tomatoes and at the minute i don't know what's happening in the tomato world but they're the same price yeah whereas plum tomatoes used to be a lot dearer so i'd advise plum tomatoes much more flavoursome for a salad and um, pomegranate seeds is great for a salad as well oh. it depends if you want to go through the annoyance of trying to get all the seeds out bit um, of crunch adds a, adds a bit of crunch does it yeah adds a bit of crunch adds a bit of flavour um because Salad is a difficult one because it can be often be pretty bland. Um, if you buy pickles, pickles are a great one to put for a salad. Gherkins, if you like gherkins. Those jars of um, sweet peppers that you can buy, they're literally in, um, I don't even, I think it's some kind of water they're in, so they should be not too bad fat content wise, rather than chopping up full on peppers. And they're a sweet pepper, so they'll add a nice flavour to your salad as well. Oh, nice. And storing them wise, would you build a salad or would you like, store each um, ingredient in separate containers and then just throw them in in the morning? It depends on what your fridge is, really. I mean, if you've got time in the morning, I'd do it all in the morning. Yeah. Um, because it, it would be fresher. But if you want to chop it up and leave it overnight, like, like we, we said before, five days is a long time for a salad. So if you have to do meal prep, I'd suggest three days at the most for salad, chopping wise. Fantastic. Right, great. Thanks Thanks very much. No problem. I would, on the salads, I've, I've bought some like little plastic like sauce pot things from Asda. And when I do a, a dressing for a salad, I always put the dressing in there. Yeah. Rather than put it on top of a salad, which you just wilt it. Makes it soggy. Within hours, like, yeah. yeah, within hours it, it goes soggy. And uh, just throw that on when it's ready. Nice. Stu, what's your favourite salad dressing? Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I go through mad phases, right? So I get in trouble because I'll just like go through a phase of preparing lunches and absolutely um, just being obsessed with them. So at the moment, my two lunches are falafel and couscous, which is dead easy to do with a bit of veg um, and uh, a little bit of red cabbage that I chop up finely and put a bit of vinegar on. You know, falafel's really easy to make. Is it? Yeah. 
it is can certain ones, you know what the mad thing I find about it is certain ones are really calorific and certain ones are, are, are not. Yeah, not I can believe that, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I use, so that's the one that I use and then, um, and I'm obsessed at the minute with, with a Greek salad with, uh, but with, so we've got baby bum tomatoes, cucumbers that I take the seeds out of, chickpeas, I'm obsessed with chickpeas at the moment. Chickpeas are really, really good for you as well. If you, um if your white blood cells are down health-wise or anything like that, um, chickpeas are full of folic acid, which will really help. So chickpeas, chickpeas, chickpeas. You can't stress enough about yeah. how good they are. Because a lot of people bypass them and don't use yeah, them. Yeah, no, and I'm, you can I'm literally mad obsessed throw with them. them on everything. Yeah, yeah. I put them in it. Honestly, I put them in everything. Yeah. Not even, a lot of people will be like, yeah, I'm roasting them. I'm like, I'm just them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I put chickpeas in my Greek salad and again, um, some finely chopped uh, red cabbage, sold and feta. So I'll get a reduced fat feta, not a massive amount, but I think, you know, use it fair enough. That can be really creamy, so it needs a little bit of sharpness through it. So I get half a lemon, a little bit of uh, extra virgin olive oil, and some dried oregano, done. Salt and pepper, done. Nice. And uh, I'm obsessed with that at the moment. Good stuff. What about you? What's your go-to salad, Ron? Go-to salad? Uh, just, do you know what? It's just quite boring. I just... I find myself buying the same ingredients when I go shopping, so it's say plum tomatoes, um, or baby plum tomatoes, sorry, um, and I do buy the bistro, then the bag, the bistro salad and whatnot, but I will change now you said that. Um, radishes, beetroot, sweet corn, cucumber. Beetroot's a great one. Um, that's it. Oh, um, sometimes peppers, I'll put peppers in, but I just like, um, like, that purple, I want a different colour, that purple, yellows, yeah. greens, reds, that's what I want. That's, you know, exactly People eat with their eyes, so yeah. if your salad just looks boring and plain, you're not going to want it to eat it. So putting colour through it is a great thing to do. Well, the, the, penny, the penny dropped with me the other, the other week, I think it was when I was, it was off season, and I went to Subway to get a salad. And I just looked at a Subway salad and went, I just can't wait to demolish it. I was thinking, why? 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 Why can't I wait? It? And it was the way it was in the circular, um, circular uh, Tupperware, and the way they built it. So now at home, I kind of replicate that. Don't it makes, separate it all. It, yeah. Yeah. And it makes me want to eat it more. Yeah, so I yeah. think a penny drop with that when it makes the salad, I think right, that's. Yeah. You know, and I make man salads. I, I, I don't slice my cucumber. I make it chunky. Yeah. I make a beetroot chunky. I make yeah. it proper like a, like well, a meaty you salad. Like you're if you know what I mean? Because it's crunching in your mouth on your teeth. So whereas if you cut it all up really small, you don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. Like I think because so, men were like proper scared of the word salads. We are. I think that like, genuinely as men were like, oh, salad, that's not going to fill me. But mm. I, what you got to remember, salad's not just lettuce and uh, some cucumber and tomato and that's it. Mm. Like, salad can be anything as long yeah. as it's, it, you know, make it colourful. Radishes is a great one, Roman. I um, love radish. You know, I like to chop them quite thin and scatter them on a salad. You can have sweet corn, loads of different flavours. And also, you can add your protein in there. It could be uh, some some chicken. It could be some prawns. It could be some salmon. Putting some seeds through it is always a good idea as well. Sunflower seeds, chai seeds, um, anything like that is always a good idea. Yeah. Because you yeah you're pumping your protein up as well at the same time, and you don't even notice that they're in there. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think goji berries. Goji berries are nice in a salad. You have to build it. You have to build a salad, don't you? Yeah. You, have, you know, it's got to have flavour. It's got to have colour. It's got to have textures. You know, a crunch is always a, is a good one. I think one mistake I used to do with salad is is put so much of the iceberg lettuce in, or so much of the leaves in. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
I'd be like, I've got no more room to put anything else in. So yeah. now I, I just limit like it. Like tiny little yeah. handful of leaves, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's your favourite Christmas film, Ray? Santa Claus the movie, I think. The old one? Yeah, the old yes. one. With Dudley Moore in I'm it. I'm high-fiving that. Yes! It's one of the best. Do you know what I say that to people? It's like me, there's only me and my sister who are like, like, I've never seen that one. I'm like, what? Yeah. My, my patch, other half patch has the never elf. heard of it. I was just about patch to ask that question. I was just about to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Patch the Elf is oh, Dudley right, Moore's character. Moore, that's what he's called. John Lithgow yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the That's super, like the, the super duper looper. Yeah, it's a great yeah, film. It's, it's a great, great film, film, that one. Yeah, and Santa Claus is like magical. Yeah. He's, I, the, best. he's the best Santa Claus ever. Yeah, ever he is. portrayed. Well, portrayed well I agree with you, but have you seen uh, The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix? Because Kurt Russell, one. Kurt Russell playing Santa Claus. No. Amazing. Is it? Watch it. Right, okay. It's amazing, honestly. Okay. Like a real modern. It reminds me actually of the Santa Claus movie, actually. Yeah. A real modern take on Santa Claus. Like really? he's going around seeing. Uh, he sees like images of himself and he's like, why do they always make me so fat? <laughs> like, I'm not that fat. It's brilliant. Check it out. It's Diana um, Christmas movie because no man records I, it is and I, I don't think it is. I can't is, even remember what it's about apart from it's got Bruce Willis in it. Sorry. Yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put a stop to this argument. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Is it not just a movie set at Christmas? No. It's a Christmas movie. Is Iron Man 3 a Christmas movie? I can't remember Iron Man 3. Wow. Well, it, it didn't strike me as Diana. Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie, is a movie set at Christmas. I don't think it's a Christmas movie though. I think there's a clear definition. Well, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Elf is the best Christmas movie anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. a good movie. That's I'll give you that. That's it's a good annoying. Movie. What? Oh, it's annoying. I can't do that film, it's annoying. Elf. Elf. Amazing. On that note, uh, have a Merry Christmas, guys. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. And have yeah. a great new year. Have a great new year. We're going to be back in the new year. We'll come back with, um, we're going to be talking about goals and setting goals for the new year, aren't we, in the next podcast? Yeah. Um, I think it's important to set goals. We're talking about setting, making goals achievable, making them bite-sized, as well as setting big goals. Um, and yeah, not to overface yourself by saying I'm going to lose three stone in, you know, two months. Thanks, Maria. No problem. Thanks, Roman. No problem also. See you guys in the new year. Diane's not a Christmas movie.